Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulai Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out, no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Chulai. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm very good. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this uh, series that we're doing on uh, inner peace. And oh, it yeah. doesn't seem like five minutes ago since we were having the last chat, actually. I know. Time <laughs> does fly when you're it's, having fun. It's going by. It's uh, it Time is. is ticking away. It's October now. Um, Halloween coming up at the end of the month. So oh, God. Ti- time to switch all the lights <laughs> off and make out that we're hide behind the settee for the night and pretend <laughs> that we're not here. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't the only person who did No, we don't. We're not really into it. It's it's a bit, um, no, it sounds really, you know, I mean, I love kids and I love fun and I love mucking about and stuff. But this to me just seems a little bit, a little bit although, dark, a little bit. Although the like, last couple of years we didn't do that. Of course, our kids are now into this yeah. Halloween thing and it's daddy's birthday yeah. and whatever. So we just kind of... Oh, play along with it they won't be there for a long time uh, I, we, that, we, so. played a, we played along with it because a group of kids in the village here where we live used to just we always used to sort of gather up i don't know our past six in the evening or whatever outside the village all and as a group we would go round and knock on doors like with mm. parents going round as yeah. well so there'd be a whole group of parents whole group of kids and it was a bit of a social event and mm. we'd knock on the doors and say trick or treat but i mean nobody ever played a trick on anybody it's just no of course you know, not no. if they didn't have any sweets and and we we kind of had a an unwritten rule that you know if you're in the game so to speak leave a pumpkin or some kind of yeah you know, that's right apparently outside yeah. your door but if there's nothing if there's no indication that that person's taking part in Halloween they haven't put a pumpkin away just walk past and leave them alone sort of mm. thing so we we used to do it that way and I think you know by and large we didn't annoy anybody and most people said yeah here you go grab a sweet each you know if they if they put a pumpkin out and whatever then they. So it 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 kind of it kind of worked, but anyway, yeah. it's not even the end of October yet. But I'm gonna say yesterday, I I receive a I received this little thing on the post. Oh, oh yes, I enjoyed. What is it? What did it say? Mm. Um, feel the joy of Christmas. I was like, what? Joy oh, of yeah. Christmas is September. Come yes. on, it's not that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've. <laughs> oh um, my god. I had an invite, well, back in either September or August, even somebody told me about the, um, a coffee morning at a local church in the, in the next village, you know, in one of the local villages and, you know, would like to come along and they'll be selling some Christmas cards and other cards and Christmas gifts and things. I mean, it is in, it is in November. So yeah, you know, yeah, we are okay. starting to think about it then, but they were actually telling me about it back in august so. i know oh my god it is a yeah. bit premature for my liking but anyway yeah, coming but back you... to the peace yes 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 christmas um can be a mixture of peace and no peace but yeah. we need to get back to some inner peace here we so, do uh, that's right we're we gonna do that today then chulai well why don't we today talk about the 
three things that take away your inner peace. I know we spoke about this yeah. well, um, Christmas number is of one. times. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe four things then. <laughs> well, actually, funny you mentioned that. Okay. Christmas is something that will take away your peace. Is that one of your three or have I just... No, no, it wasn't one of the three I was going to talk about, but I will put that in the context. All right, please do. So three things we are going to talk about today. Number one is control. Okay. Or needing to control. Yeah, okay. We talked about control before. Control is an illusion and it is stealing your peace. We said this before because... Um, we for sometimes have the need to control the outcome, the process, the people, mm-hmm. the events, the yeah. whatever it takes. Not just control the, the whole outcome, whatever, but the control how it gets done. Yes, and that takes away our peace. How it takes mm-hmm. away our peace? Imagine that you are a manager of somebody. Yeah. you want something done in a yes. certain way is he's or she's writing a presentation for a big event. Yes. And then the event is three weeks away. And mm. within that three weeks, you have seen this person about 10 times. And every time you see the person, you are making a change because you don't like the way that the presentation is done. You don't like the word. You don't like the layout. You don't like whatever. So every time you do that, you're trying to control that person's way of doing things, the, you're trying to control the process of achieve her, her achieving what she wants to do and the outcome perhaps that the presentation will be liked because it's the way that I want it done. Mm, interesting. And every time you have to make a change, you, you say something, not only is it stealing your piece, yeah. but it's stealing the piece of the person who you are trying to micromanage or control constantly. Mm. Yes, indeed. Can you relate yeah. to this? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I can relate to this. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just one comment, uh, a previous boss of mine, I just said to, I'm going to say he or she, because you know, I just would keep it as vague as possible. Uh, you know, just tell me something that you like about what I do. And to <laughs> cut a long story short, that person couldn't and never did able to give an answer. I thought I'm working for somebody who doesn't like anything that okay. i do but i made we're not going to go into the story now but i made drastic changes to resolve that and basically changed roles yeah. in a way we can talk about that in another episode if it comes relevant but yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah you really can just <laughs> yeah not do you know that person doesn't like anything you do and it's reality maybe some people listening now mm. are going through that um yeah. you know maybe you've asked your boss can you just say one thing that you like about what I do? Mm. And hopefully, you know, to build on a bit more positivity. But if there, if there is somebody who is listening and is resonating with that very yes. example that you've yes. just given, the person not liking what you do or whatever has nothing to do with what you do is to do with how they see the world, how their internal world is. All they are really doing is projecting. They don't like anything about themselves. They don't like whatever it is going on, but all they're doing is projecting. So, But we're going to leave that at that for the minute. That's fine, yeah. But the control, so basically needing to control everything and everyone Uh doesn't give you any peace because, as we said, you can't control anything. Yes. The only thing you can really control is the thoughts that you focus on. Yes. Because the thoughts you focus on create the feelings, the 
actions, the outcomes and reactions and everything. So that's one thing. The number two is complaining. Whoa. And um, complaining okay. as in yes. not being in gratitude. And this is where Christmas bits will, be, will oh, come into great. it. Okay, yeah. So let's give an example of complaining, for example. Yep. Complain. Uh, there are so many people out there. I used to work in an office like this. We have coffee on tap, tea yeah. on tap. Yeah. Any kind of tea, hot water, cold water, milk, any drinks on tap. You sure. have a beautiful computer screen in front of you. You have people on hand that could help you anytime you need us. You need to ask for help. You have comfortable chairs, beautiful office, fairly nice people to work with. And all you do is complain about the air conditioning all day long. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. So terrible. They have, haven't, they, haven't they got it bad, eh? All that uh, stuff around them and the air conditioner. Oh. Well, there's people out there who don't have jobs. There's people out there who exactly. can't put food on their table. There's people oh. out there who live homeless, deep, whatever. You know, there's exactly. so many, there's always somebody who is worse off oh. than you are. But instead of seeing all the great things that are in front of you, all we do is complain. And we know what complaining does. You become a victim to the circumstances because if you don't like something, you change it or you always shut up about it, basically. Yes. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> so you can give away your peace by com constantly complaining. And when it comes to Christmas, kids by basically being indoctrinated by us and everybody else around us that mm -hmm. oh if i don't have 66 christmas presents then then this is not good whatever whatever and then basically we are conditioning our kids christmas is never about really the presents but it become about the presents and the commercial and the marketing and all that oh, sort of yeah. stuff and um we end up complaining that we didn't have the right present. It wasn't enough presents. I never really liked it anyway. But the fact that there is someone who thought of you to buy the present for you never even crosses your mind. No, no, that's right. It's, yeah, it's that comparison thing again, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. it becomes a comparison game. And you'll always compare yourself to the people who are better off than you or who have more things, seemingly more things than you. Mm. But Having more things never equ equate to having happiness anyway. That's right. That's right. And we're kind of projecting these false messages, aren't we, onto children? Yeah, I mean, they've got absolutely. enough falseness to deal with. I could spend a whole couple of hours talking about that. We're not going to do that, fortunately, mm. for you and for all the <laughs> listeners. You, I've got plenty to say about that. But, yeah. you know, because I, I just think kids are so important. You know, they are the future and they mm. need to be just getting the right messages. But that's a totally different story yeah. in a sense. I mean, it is to do yeah. with peace. I can fit it back into the model that we're talking about. But but yeah, the, the example there is complaining, yeah. the lack of gratitude. Yeah, lack of gratitude. Taught, we've spent a whole discussion on gratitude and the yes. importance of it, haven't we, in the past? Mm -hmm. And that's why. We've probably done more than one on it because it is so yeah. key. And, you know, I've I've started to really try. I, I love the example you gave whenever you gave it about grateful that I've got a bed and I can get in and out of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, neither of us are at the age where we're too mm. worried about getting in and out, you know, or not being able to do that. Mm. But there are people that are either elderly or just, you know, infirm mm. that can't do that. And, 
It's not some, if, if I said I'm grateful for the fact I'm getting in and out of my bed, people, you imagine I said that in a meeting, people would stare at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I did actually why. say that in a meeting. Because there was, there was a thing about, oh, what gets you out of bed? Right. Well, the fact that I have one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I and love it. I wish fact, I'd have been there to see that. Oh. And the fact that I can get out of it unaided. Yes. Brilliant. Gets me out of bed. That's enough of a motivation for me to do something yeah. that's, you know, that I'm doing every single day because, you know, I've seen my close family members not being able to do sure. that. And that wasn't mm. that wasn't the greatest. So coming no. back to the topic, complaining, we can complain all day long about the things that we don't have, things that are not going right and whatever. All we're really doing is that lowering our vibration and keeping ourselves in this you know restless and mm. whatever place so yeah. if you want to find inner peace inner peace is opening your eyes and being grateful seeing the things that you have in front of you that are already there mm. and not focusing on the lack abundance yes. is right in front of you yeah focus on the abundance and not the lack exactly wow exactly that and the number three is attachment. I know that Buddha said attachment is the greatest form of suffering. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's you can see that in a three D reality. If you think about it, if you're so attached to a certain thing, to a certain object, certain person, and they don't necessarily deserve your love and whatever. All of a sudden, uh, when they leave, when they yeah. disappear, when they don't reciprocate, you yes. actually suffer a lot. Uh -huh. yeah, and therefore, yeah, yeah. you have no peace inside. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happens. We get attached to the processes, as we said, it's part of the control thing again. Mm -hmm. We get attached to how things are done. We get attached to how things should happen. Because most people I work with say, I don't know what I want up. What that what they really mean is that I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm uncertain about the steps that it's going to take. That's why I feel I don't feel like you know. That's that's why there's this sort of uh, unfulfillment mm. inside. There's this gap. Yes, yes. But it's not about the how. Uh -huh. We are so attached to the how, we forget yes. about what is it that we want and who do we need to be to get that. Yes. Yeah. So gets. Because also what attachment does is that you limit because you've only created what you've created so far with the thinking and the person that you were so far. And if you want to create something different, of course, you're not going to know how, because if you already knew, you would have already created it. <laughs> Makes sense. That's just logic, isn't it? That's yeah. logic. So why not let go of the how it's going to be done? Just focus on the fact that you want it done and it's already done. Because mm. some of the things that we really want and the fact that we want it means that it's already done. We just need to bring ourselves back into the vibration of, well, actually, I can enjoy it because I know it's done. Like we said, we were saying before, you order um, yeah. a parcel from Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime, you never sit and worry, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? Or what's going to happen? No, you know, it's done. It'll be yes. here tomorrow. So it's the same thing. Why not trust what you want yes. is possible? And forget about the process, forget about when or how or whatever, because the, the more you obsess about the how, the mm. more limitations you put on, the mm. more, the, the quicker, the uh, longer it will take for it to happen. That's what yes. I'm saying. You're putting yeah. up resistance, basically. Yes. Yeah. Some Sometimes things happen, you know, I can't think of any examples, but I, I, I know that in my life, 
I've thought I've stepped away from something. I've stepped away from the details. Mm. And then, you know, before I know it, it's it's kind of happened. I mean, it might just be with somebody, you know, somebody in the family going into hospital and whatever. And instead of me being aware of absolutely everything that they, that's going on with them, trust that when I wake up tomorrow morning, their operation is done and mm. they'll, they'll have come through it. And without meaning I don't need to know all the times of all the mm. injections they've had and all the tablets they've taken and what time they went to theater. And, you know, I mean, we, we sometimes want, want to know these things quickly and whatever, but sometimes just, it's not a very good example really, but I'm just. I know to... what you mean, but sometimes you do get all uh, hung up about all these little details that one doesn't have any um, effect on the outcome. And two, it re- all it yeah. really does is takes away your time and yes. peace inside because you're awake thinking about it, yes. worrying about it and creating yeah. more scenarios that may or may not exist. Mm. Because how isn't your responsibility? What your responsibility is to know that what you want mm. and know that it is already done. It's like you don't go to bed and worry about, oh, is the sun going to come out tomorrow? Mm. Yeah. You may not see it necessarily mm. today. It may be cloudy. It might be raining. That's it right. might be whatever. But you never even doubt that it will come out, do you? Well, that's right. No, don't spend any time thinking about that at all. Exactly. So it's exactly the same. What you want, once you get over the fear and admit to yourself, it's already possible. Your dreams, the thing that you think you can't have, is all possible things, but mm. you're not allowing yourself to bring that to reality because you're so attached to how it needs to be done. How can I ever mm. po- be possible? It will, and then in your in your little limited mind as it is now it's yeah. not possible and when it's not possible then it's not going to happen is it mm, that's right yeah yeah you've, you've got to step away from well stepping away from the how isn't it not prescribing yeah. not having yeah. that micromanagement i mean you know there there are things in life where we need to have a plan and we do need to tick the mm. boxes and we do need to manage and, and, and micromanage but we're not we're not we're not talking about stuff like that necessarily we're talking about more of what people want to find that fulfillment isn't it and what you know to for you to be what what you want to be and what you you're made to be i suppose yeah the thing is i mean plans can only come when you're clear on what you want not how you want something to happen if you're not clear on what you want Mm. you can think about all the details all day long but it's not going to happen because you're just stuck on the detail element which then or like I said, we as we were saying before, you list twenty things to do for mm. to get there, and then mm. you only do ten yes. or nineteen, and then you're stuck on the one that you haven't done, and you yeah. lose the will yes. to by the time you come to the fifth. And it's just all it is is just slowing down the process of getting it. So yes. get let go of this let attachment. Go of mm-hmm. Let go. Mm. It isn't going to help you. All it is doing is taking away your peace. Well, that's really good. I mean, today's title was, you know, the three um, the three things that are taking away your inner peace today. So we've had control, we've had complaining, and we've had attachment. That, that's good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have guessed. Yeah. I could have probably guessed control. I wouldn't have thought of complaining necessarily, but totally get what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And attachment, I would have never have thought of. But that's yeah. that's really quite an eye-opener, I think, for me personally. And yeah. uh, Hopefully for others listening as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to our next series. That will be our next week. Um, yeah. So we've got three more to do in our Inner Peace series. And 
I think you're thinking the same thing as me. Our time yes, is up I am. today. <laughs> <laughs> Which indeed it is. So we're both on the right track there. Well, I thank you very much again for joining us and uh, look forward to continuing this uh, search for inner peace over the next few weeks. Thank you. Me too. If you're serious about attracting what you want in life, make gratitude a part of your daily routine and watch amazing things happen. Did you know that you can have a better mental health and physical health, enhance compassion, feeling of calm and peace, have better sleep and improved self-esteem just by making gratitude a habit? Well, I've just a thing for you to integrate gratitude into your daily life in just 8 minutes a day. It is what I call a heartfelt gratitude meditation audio. I put it together just for you and it is available now to anyone who wants to use it for free. Just go to www.tilaimasicoaching.com forward slash gratitude and start living your life in gratitude right now. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of person who like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes. I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.